turn to the Lord for help in everything you do and you will be successful. Proverbs 16 verse 3. Hey, this is your girl Mikkel from Journey in Christ here to uplift and encourage the babe in Christ. These videos are here to help you on your faith journey. Finding true success. Before there was a Bill Gates, a Mark Zuckerberg, or even a Steve Jobs, there were people like Joseph, Daniel, David, Job, and Solomon. They were successful in all aspects of their lives. Well, maybe except David and King Solomon. They both messed up pretty good when it came to women. But there are some similarities in our modern day success stories that we can pull from just as we would with our biblical success stories. To each and every one of us, success will look different. Success means to accomplish an aim per or purpose. It is the opposite of failure. It means to achieve your desired dreams, your goals, your aspirations. To some, success can be gaining fame, wealth, or prosperity. The Bible says once we follow the rules, we will prosper in all we do and where we go. Before we go a bit further, let's clarify how at many times we don't take our walk with God as serious as we should characteristics, criteria, and some of the fundamental attributes of success are the same as perhaps a secular job. You are doing work for the Lord. He said he will make sure you prosper. Like a CEO saying he will give you a raise. Doesn't it sound familiar? You are going above and beyond on a secular job, going to work early, staying late, finishing reports on time and before time, and you're climbing up the ladder. But there are some characteristics you will need to succeed. Let's look at this. The CEO requests a meeting with you for a performance report. Let's see how this meeting will proceed. I see that you have been working with this company for many years. The financial reports show that you are a stellar marketer and have brought in some of our major performers. You started in a department that was low in sales. And at one point we wanted to relinquish that area because it brought in little to no revenue. But now it is our highest sales revenue. Clients are raving about your customer service etiquette in that department. We are looking to expand internationally and would like to offer you a supervisory position over the entire department. That position will allow you a lot more travel, pay increase, and advancement in other areas if you are interested. The role would include training and teaching. Do you think this is something that you will be interested in? Is this a job that you would like? Think about it. 
Do you have any suggestions or questions on restructuring this department? Okay, great. So there's a book that we would like for you to review. It is the rules and guidelines and job description for the department. We believe this will help benefit you as you proceed. In other words, I have a Bible to teach and instruct you on what to do every day so that you can succeed. You will fulfill the actual purpose and plan that was created for you from the manuscript. The CEO being God and him telling us to go into all the world and share the gospel. I hope you see where I went with that. Using the gifts that God has given to each and every one of us so that we can share the word of God, so that we can prosper in our daily living. He is negotiating your pay and job description. In the story of Moses, we could see by Moses' many outcries that he was not a confident speaker. He was not ordinarily bold, nor was he patient in some areas, but he was workable. Many jobs may require you to have a degree or or certificate, but they are willing to teach and train you if you are willing to learn. In other words, they are requiring for you to be humble or submissive. That sounds good, doesn't it? But before getting the job, there are some other criterias that need to be considered. When hiring, a manager or boss usually looks at a resume, a performance report, or something that gives them information on your educational background, your skills, your capabilities, and your track record. In addition, they would like to find out from two or three other people what they think of you, the kind of person that you are. Sounds pretty standard, doesn't it? This position required you to be disciplined, patient, diligent, hardworking, confident, humble, trustworthy, assertive, willing to learn, to turn in daily reports, tardiness, team player, compassionate, passionate, and a strong communicator. See what God is requiring from us to turn in daily reports, speak to him daily, to be on time, even when we're in our secular jobs, to be compassionate to the next person, understand that we're not perfect. Steve Jobs said, I'm convinced that about half of what separates successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful ones is pure perseverance. But the Bible says in James 1 and 4, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If you let the patience work in you, the result will be good. You will be mature 
and complete. You will be all God wants you to be. What Steve Jobs was saying is that it takes patience, diligence, effort, and hard work to be successful. Did you notice the Bible said the same thing? God wants us to be successful in all that we do. But as the CEO of a secular business, God is also saying there are some criterias that he needs. We need to have it. In Daniel chapter 1, the king was looking to hire young men to be a part of his king's service. But there were some criterias. They were looking for men without physical defects, handsome, geniuses, knowledgeable in all areas, quick understanding, and he would also teach. Daniel, as we read, was a man of God, and he surpassed those qualifications. Even being promoted, Daniel came into that establishment with morals. He had a solid foundation. He had a solid Christian foundation. When he got tested, when the haters not only tried to get him fired, Daniel faced the persecution without insulting the haters. He faced persecution without fighting back. He faced persecution with not even an attempt to show them that he was smarter than they were. But because he allowed God's glory to be displayed, he became successful and he was promoted. In addition, there was another story about Joseph. When he started his career, after being released from prison, he became successful as a personal assistant, operations manager, head of room and board to the president's mansion. He prospered. He was blessed. And he had favor because the Lord was with him. But in addition to that, Joseph was trustworthy. He was diligent. He was skilled in administration. He was a leader. He was disciplined and he was humble. And he was also described as handsome. So the outer appearance still mattered. Moreover, when I recommitted my life to Christ, I knew I did not want to fail. I often reminded myself, or do that now, still remind myself that each of us in Christ, we have a job, whether it is to be the sales rep, the marketing agent, customer service rep, to teach, to counsel, to advise, to lead, whatever it may be, I'm going to take it serious as I do a secular job. Similarly, when I started a secular job, I remember being reported to, to management. I got in trouble, yeah. Once in my 12 years at that company, I was brought to the HR manager. That was in the beginning of my journey at that company. A coworker and I had a disagreement I was firm on my beliefs and the other person used intimidation tactics and we ended up in HR. I had never been in trouble and I never imagined it would have gotten that far. 
My point is, we make mistakes. We are offered leniency, even when we are wrong. Every mistake is not grounds for dismissal. Our sins are forgiven when we bring our case before the greatest CEO. Some things stood out to me in that conversation with the HR manager. As far as I was concerned, I met this lady all about twice. The first time when I did my interview, the second time when I received my uniform for the job. I noticed that you are very mannerly, that you are a leader and you are very confident. We never had any complaints about you. We don't have any problems with you other than this. And I hope moving forward, you perform even better. She noticed, she paid attention. She saw something in me that stood out. She found out some of these characteristics probably through our conversation, asking my head of department for a report, doing her daily walkabouts, noticing my attitude. God sees what we are doing even when we are not in church, even when we don't think we're being watched. God is taking note of how we are robbing from our jobs, their time when we are late, when we have long lunch breaks, we're robbing our boss. God notices if you are diligent and if you are finishing those reports on time. In conclusion, in 2016, I began attending a church in South Edmonton and I was able to learn and understand the word of God a whole lot better than before. In addition, every month there were different themes and with the themes, there were books that would correspond with those themes that we should read so that we can gain further understanding on that particular topic. At that point, point I wanted to back out. I had no interest in reading. I did not take it seriously because at that point I was not an avid reader. I was not disciplined and I believed I did not have the time. Later on, I read an article that said to achieve anything in life, to have an amazing life, to attain goals, you have to read more. There is a similar habit that successful people have they read. They are humble enough to say, I am willing to learn more. Warren Buffett stated in an interview that he reads for up to eight hours a day. Bill Gates shared that he reads at least 50 books a year and takes time off to read. If modern day entrepreneurs can read for that amount of time that an average person is on a workshop, I am sure that I can do it, or I will certainly try. Joseph, Daniel, and Job's success stories are all different, but Job was established in his business and it brought him success. 
He was the greatest of all people in the East, but he suffered great loss. Everything was lost during the great pandemic. He had even gotten sick and his friends, his wife, thought that that was the end of him. They mourned for him for many days. His wife advised him that he should curse God and die, but he remained faithful to God. Even during his storm, he was loyal to the word despite everything that was in front of him. When people were taunting him, he remained confident in God. At the end of that season of drought, he was more su successful than he was before. Why is it that we do not trust God and believe that God will give us success, that he will allow us to prosper? Why do we have more confidence in a secular job than we do God? He will never leave us or forsake us. He said, if we commit our plans to him, he will ensure that we have success. There is no man on earth greater than God. His track record surpasses any CEO you can think of. Hey y'all, join me live this weekend on Facebook, Instagram for the big event. Thank you so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, and share. Connect with us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and please do remember, we are on podcasts. You can find us on Apple or Google as one of the major podcast outlets. But I will see you in the next video. Peace out, y'all.